was only away for a minute. Master. See if you can find her. Master, Master, we have a visitor. What does Captain Kirk say to his chief engineer? Hey, Scotty! <laughs> Dr. Everett Scott! You know this, Arthur. I most certainly do. He happens to be an old friend of mine. What's your favorite fruit drink? I see. So this wasn't simply a chance meeting. You came here. I told you, my car broke down. I was telling the truth. I know what you told me, Brent. But this Dr. Everett Scott, his name is not unknown to me. He's a science teacher at Denton High School. Now he works for your government, doesn't he, Brad? He's attached to the Bureau of Investigation of that which you call you have. Oh, not right, Brad. He might be. I don't know. The intruder is entering the building, Master. He'll probably be in, in the sim. In Excellent. Would you let this woman cook your dinner? I'm 
But it seems our friend here has found a means of perfecting it. Which is capable of breaking down solid matter and then projecting it through space and who knows, perhaps even time itself. You mean he's gonna send us to another planet? Planet! Schmanet! Janet! You better wise up! Janet Wise! You better wise up! Build your thighs up! You better wise up! And then she cried out! announcing their engagement, 
Brad and Janet had both tasted forbidden fruit. This in itself was proof that their host was a man of little morals and some persuasion. What further indignities were there to be? And what of the floor show? Where do you masturbate? In an empty house. When do you masturbate? In the middle of the night. The race is cheaper. What diabolical plan had seized Frank's crazed imagination? Yeah, you gotta walk in there to seize Frank's crazed imagination. What indeed? From what had gone before, it was clear that this was to be. No picnic.
Whatever happened to Fairway? That delicate satin draped frame as it clung to her thigh. How I started to cry. Cause I wanted to be dressed just, just the same. Give yourself over to absolute pleasure. Swim the warm waters of sins of the flesh. Erotic nightmares beyond any measure. Sensual daydreams to treasure forever. Can't you just see?
said we were to return to Transylvania. I referred only to Magenta and myself. I'm sorry, however, if you found my words misleading. But you see, you were to remain here in spirit anyway. Great heavens, that's a laser. Yes, Dr. Scott. A laser capable of emitting a beam of pure antimatter. So's my cuts. You mean... You're going to kill him? Watch this crock. You saw the behavior, Eddie. Society must be protected. Society! And now, Frank and Furter, your time has come. Say goodbye to all of this. And hello to oblivion.
Save now, Dr. Scott, while it is still possible. We are about to beam the entire house back to the planet of transsexual in the galaxy of Transylvania. the free will question, because I choose to write about it, see? The collection of regression is the path of my prior choice, and its continuation is my talent, to my belief which is sufficient, for enjoyment, and that is the nature of the universe. To enjoy is purely the functioning of a returning and totality of a system to carry on in perpetuity, as one would like as it is to be enjoyed. Backspace are marvelous as an adjunct to a concept which doesn't function and a slight correction is within our powers in the near term, and near is what we have at our disposal, to use that term, 
which is literally in this case, how we transition a set into another set, using perhaps some of the numbers, signed in their maths, for the functioning of further functions, and as numbers are applied within those functions, the other numbers naturally retain until they are further disposed into other functions. And this carries on, with a conceptual idea that there are always a sufficiency in numbers to proceed in our cycles, and those are for the mind, its ability to take what I just learned as reference to this case, the Markov blanket, which is a warm cuddly covering over a distinct collection, taking care of it, and providing its own body for the set of these numbers. If we were to go back, we may imagine exposing this blanket to the elements of prior bypasses of numbering, thus reassigning a similar yet different blanket of numbering, whose reference is now a combination of events as recalled with concurrency of consciousness, and near coupled with the success of our warm blanket prior, we may be inclined to further enjoy the victory, which ought not to diminish, for the time our brains permit an enjoyment without a furthering of development, and this is also within Markov. And so, the free will question comes up at times like these, as evident, and the precursor to that thinking is not immediately evident, but I will and will explain the happenstance of the oncoming and forthcoming spark ability, which is a dull drum of free association, and my own, perhaps. Questioning as to what is free in association, well the return as in free energy as described by Carl Finston, check, describes both Markov and Auer, how did he phrases it? Well I'd have to look it up, and I will in a second. But we already described how numbers are exchanged and so this should suffice, and you needed worry about me looking it up, and you can provide a time to do so, if that is your desire. But back to free association and the thinking that surroundings of everything observed for, by and about, coupled with perhaps randomized memory recall, is our natural response to perhaps a question we didn't hear precisely, as inaudibly, and that these conversations going on are part of their own numbered set and functioning, and perhaps by participating in the numbering without a pure attentive consciousness, as consciousness goes. Our lackadaisical free thinking may offhandedly participate in the numbering, when it doesn't offend or affect our concurrency, and even if it does, and you wind up shouting something from the creases of your own brain, well, that is your personal reaction and your behavior of how you deal with information in your runtime state of whatever you are about at that moment. Sounds a bit obtuse, and it is, for the mere fact that you don't have to respond solely for yourself in all events. That is the benefit towards yourself. This brings us to focus, but more specifically at this time, our reasoning to write, which is to operate the functions which function towards enjoyment, and numbers as a side gig, with focus to apply them to working systems. Satisfied is that, for moments, and further moments at a time, until the function is heavy enough to plot, as observed or simply proceeds in its imaginary non-imagined though accurate by imagination. Graph. It's pointless, ha, to imagine the graph because you're not purely aware of the numbers which will be presented, further allowing you to trigger available functioning systems. So this is fun, isn't it? The crux of course is how free will affects others, and this is how we have it, because it does affect others, and our combined freedoms allow us to provide for ourselves and others as our natural abilities and proclivities proclaim for our justification of our own freedoms, as observed in our continued abilities to be free. Even shackled with an itch on your nose that you wish to scratch, 
is a scenario where you could think about butterflies, as I did for a moment, to distract perhaps the ish, and thus avoid the inevitable ongoing one to scratch. Scratch. See I scratched my arm because it was a preset trigger, but if I knew then what I know about itches now, I would perhaps find a better solution. Even that thought may incline you to itch a bit, as the bits of communication on your body chatter about what the hell you're talking to it about, and collectively decide to move to the right or up and about and poke particularly on the organ which is your skin, and beneath, where soft tissue and organs may in similar fashion have gotten some electrics and spin to question and unbalance for a shift? The question now comes to completeness. That is when will this document of recollection and processed formery be finished, and that is to be determined by the body I wish to write, and if I wish to continue on the free will theme, or if I wish now to break into a story, or what precisely I will do after this completeness and how does that progress in the cycles I am both perhaps used to, as not a specific action, but functionally within the near space is available for me to process the spatial numbering which is the all the time. And so, my recall is about, and the word is missing, but it's needles on the skin. And specifically my memory is the ear, and the reason I mention this is because its completeness is when it's no longer comfortable, and in fact obtrusive. And so you might have a memory of how long that is, or you may remember the sensation, and you may do a combination of these and even imagine a discomfort, and that is actual, and that is still completeness, and you may further decide the effects were ineffectual to your desire. Acupuncture is the word, and it's no longer needed, but there it is, written down. Combined with this concurrency of various discomfort, I realize further motion will be required to complete this work, as well as become comfortable, and I do want you to leave with a warm feeling about the presented material facts, and these are part of them, and so I share that and preclude to provide what I believe will be needed in the future, while perhaps ignoring the immediacy I so often talk about, which, indicates that while functioning in physics, this may introduce a behavior in yourself, which I am indicating, which is to listen to this podcast until completion, and perhaps now you are expecting the completion, and the ish has begun, and more specifically, said to regain your focus, the time at which you hear this messaging is the time our systems have then formed a mantle, with my words, and hence as carefully as I chose, and your time in and about your own functioning brain and etc. That mantle provides for me, my future, our future, choices as in free, as in free energy and thus will footnote this in brief to the wire an article I read just this morning, about the explorations of Carl Friston, and the direct quote of preponderance, Free energy is the difference between the states you expect to be in and the states your sensors tell you that you are in. When you sense you are within something, you are, and the difference, is your, the natural you, allows to proceed to the result which, in expectation, is the precursor to other eventfulness in these functions, or blankets as both Markov and Friston utilize. This explains it to me, and it's a novel use to utilize the remainder towards the benefit of something which already exists, expectation, hence the free nature of this economy, as everything is utilized while motion proceeds. Good. Done. This has been and is still, in motionary and ongoing in spatial cosmistry, a bit from the left off-center city by and about the Bay, San Francisco, Oakland, Berkeley, to name a few which are on my mind this November the 10th, in our year of the hindsight, 2020, Aqua QC3W.
country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. get infected and start dying in the streets but before they die parasites eat their brains and they, so they storm the hospitals looking for treatment and the hospitals can't handle all the emergencies so the infected people start strangling the doctors and stripping off their clothing and lighting it on fire in a big pile in front of the hospital and the flames drive them even crazier so they start stabbing social workers and garbage men and then they light the buildings on fire and a huge wind comes along and the entire city begins to burn and then the people who aren't infected yet the well people, they get pissed off and they start beheading and burning at the stake all of the sick people and breaking into their homes and trying on their underwear. Then everybody takes LSD and gets drunk, smokes PCP and crack, and they go completely out of their fucking minds and they start defecating in the public library. And they march on City Hall and start butt-fucking each other in front of the statue of Samuel Gompers. And at this point, it appears that pretty soon things are going to get out of control. So everybody panics and tries to leave the city at the same time and they trample each other to death on the highway by the thousands and their corpses are eaten by wild dogs. And the wild dogs chase the rest of the people down the highway and they pick off the slow ones and the old ones one by one because they're in the fucking fast lane. And the people, the lucky ones who managed to get all the way out of town, realize when they get there that big sparks from the city have lit the suburbs on fire and the suburbs burn out of control. And thousands of identical homes have identical fires with identical smoke, killing all the soccer moms and guys named Todd. And the, the suburbs light the farmlands on fire, and the farms burn intensely at 400 degrees, creating millions of baked potatoes. And as the farms burn, the farmhouses and the barns begin to explode from all the hidden methamphetamine labs inside them. And the meth chemicals run down the hill into the streams and rivers where the wild animals drink the water and get completely geeked on speed. And as a result, bears and wolves and the cranks start roaming around the countryside looking for people to eat, even though they're not really hungry. And the fire spreads to the forest, and the forest burn intensely. And hundreds of trolls and elves and fairies come running out of the woods, screaming, Bambi is dead, Bambi is dead. And he is, he is. Finally, the fucking fruity little Bambi is dead. And now hundreds of regional fires come together into one huge interstate firestorm. And all 12 of the western United States are burning out of control, except Utah, where the Mormons don't allow fire. And as the firestorm reaches the Midwest, fierce 200 mile an hour winds push it across the Great Plains, toasting the wheat, cooking the cattle, and producing a strange hamburger smell. And now the fires leap the Mississippi and race through the South, destroying trailer parks and killing millions of inbred people. And finally, now the fires turn northeast and head for Washington, D.C., where George Bush can't decide if it's an emergency or not. So the fire goes to Philadelphia, but it's a weekend and Philadelphia is closed. So it goes to New York City and the people of New York tell the fire to go fuck itself. And they do, so instead the fire completely burns down Connecticut and Long Island, killing all the rich white assholes and destroying their evil faggoty golf courses. And while all this is going on, Canada burns to the ground, but nobody notices it. 
and finally the entire North American continent is on fire, producing a huge thermal updraft and creating an incendiary cyclonic macrosystem, a hemispheric megastorm that breaks down the molecular structure of the atmosphere and changes the laws of nature. Fire and water combine, burning clouds of flaming rain fall upwards, gamma rays and solar winds ignite the ionosphere, creating enormous clouds of ionized plasma. Lightning bolts 10 million miles long start shooting out of the North Pole and the moon explodes and outer space begins to vibrate and twist and suddenly the entire fabric of space-time splits in two. A huge crack in the universe opens and all the dead people from the past begin falling through. Babe Ruth, Tiny Tim, Groucho Marx, Davy Crockett, Hitler, Alan Ludden, Janis Joplin, your Uncle Dave, my Uncle Dave, everybody's Uncle Dave. An endless stream of dead Uncle Dave's falling through the crack, and all the Uncle Dave's gather around a huge heavenly kitchen table and light up cigarettes and start talking. They talk about how they never got a break, how their parents didn't love them, how they just missed out on a big job, how ungrateful their children were, and how the government screwed them out of money. They say the Jews own everything and the blacks get special treatment. And all of the hatred and bitterness drips out of them, a big pool of liquid hate, and the pool begins to spin. The hate pool spins round and round, faster and faster, and it begins to expand at a rapid rate, bigger and bigger, until the pool of hate is bigger than the original universe, and suddenly it explodes into millions of tiny stars, and each star has a million planets, and each planet has a million Uncle Daves, and all the Uncle Daves have good jobs, perfect eyesight, and brand new underwear. They all have shoes that fit perfectly, good medical plans, they all like their neighbors, and their favorite teams win the World Series every year, and none of them has a hat cough and each week without fail every one of the Uncle Dave's wins the lottery every week forever and ever until the end of time Uncle Dave has a winning ticket and Uncle Dave is finally
Mutiny Radio. Dot FM. 
much you can fill up in the airport just before you get back on the plane. My name Excuse my allergy. Glad to know that there are some people who want to be instructed. People who don't like the idea of believing that the policemen are the protector of the people and firemen by the same token. Although I will grant you, firemen and policemen have certain duties which are at times very helpful to the average citizen. But uh, I'm not speaking of these oddball times. After all, how many times in your life have you ever been held up on the streets? How many times have you been stopped in your car by a highwayman? How many times can you say that you have actually been in need of a policeman? Very few I offer, and I think you will concur. And uh, we are entitled, I think, to a little explanation as to how these people spend their days. Now, when was the last time you looked at a cop and you looked him from head to toe and you thought, geez, I'm in better shape if I try to protect myself? Let us face it, there are a lot of cops with completely gray heads, guys who are just about five or three or two years away from their pensions, and they can do nothing. If, uh, as they say in the comic books, quote, a desperado, unquote, was to confront them, they'd shit in their pants and probably get their gray head shot off. I mean, we can do without this thing. If we're going to have a police force, let us live up to the word police. To police means to keep in order, to protect. There are old, gray-looking bastards, guys that couldn't even protect themselves, much less you and me, patrolling the streets under the pretense of being policemen. This is shameful, really. Now, frankly, I could care less about the police department itself, but I just don't like the fact that we are being fooled. We are supposed to believe that the police department is here to protect us.
the issue because I'm more man than you'll ever be and more woman than you'll ever know. Second of all, technically I know I can't you because you're still a man. But if you lay one finger on me, I'll give you such a fight, you wish to God you stayed home today. In other words, my name is pain, I will inflict. Now, do you really want to fuck with me? Whether you know this, right? But like, I, I was a major jazz fan. Man. I used to play. I used to play horn. I was playing both sax and trumpet. And my fucking record collection, man. I had Cannonball Adderley. I had Miles and Prez. You know? See, jazz at that time, man, was like so a part of me. You know? But like. Uh, can't touch it anymore, you know what I'm saying? Anthony, uh, when you talk about music, your face becomes beautiful. She, she said that to me, Lenny. And she also called me a pain in the ass. <laughs> but she said, I become beautiful. Lenny, all of a sudden, I don't play. I don't want nobody to hear this, right? All of a sudden, Lenny's sitting there talking about all these people that are like the jazz. I felt like crying. Cause I'm not gonna be able to touch it again. And nobody ever saw that in me before, you know, nobody. Fucking good to hold it. You better bring the chip around. Then I put it to my mouth. And with every note, I can taste, feel, Diane. See, she's all over this fucking horn.
there.
Remember it right, and we had just gotten back off tour last night. So the gang and I thought that it would be groovy if we summon up the posse and dumb rush the movies. I got Angie, Jeff got Tina, Ready Rock got some girl I've never seen in my life. That was alright because the lady was chill. Then we dipped to the theater, set to film. We saw Elm Street, and man, it was death. And everything seemed alright when we left. But when I got home and laid down to sleep, began the nightmare, but on my street. It was burning in my room like an oven. My pencil was hot and man, I was talking. I checked the clock, it had stopped at 12.30. It had melted, it was so darn hot, and I was thirsty. I went downstairs to grab some juice or a Coke, flipped the TV off, and then I almost When I heard this awful voice coming from behind, it said, Man, I ain't even wait to see who it was. Broke outside in my drawers and screamed so long, cuz. Got halfway up the block, I calmed down and stopped screaming. Then thought, oh, I get it, I must be dreaming. I strolled back home with a grin on my grill. I figured since this is a dream, I might as well get ill. I walked in the house, the big, bad, fresh prince. But Freddy killed all that noise real quick. I said, yo, Fred, I think you got me all wrong. I ain't partners with nobody with nails that long. Look, I'll be honest, man, this team won't work. The girls won't be on you, Fred, your face is all burned. I pat him on the shoulder, said, thanks for stopping by. Then I opened up the door and said, take care, guy. He got mad, drew back his arm and slashed my shirt. 
touched it first and thought, hold up, that hurt. It wasn't a dream, man. This guy was for real. I said, Freddy, uh, how it's been an awful mistake here. No further words. And then I darted upstairs, crashed through my door, then jumped on my bed. It's a whole new day, I thought. <laughs> I wasn't scared of him anyway. Until I noticed those rips in my sheets, and that was proof that there had been a nightmare on my street.
funny papers we all know. He lives way back a long time ago. He don't eat nothing but a bear cat stew. That's a genuine dinosaur And he can knuckle your head Before you count to fall He got a big ugly club And a head full of how Like great big lions And grizzly bears The toughest man there is alive Wearing clothes from a wildcat's hide He's the king of the jungle jive Look at that caveman go He rides through the jungle Tearing limbs off of trees Knocking great big monsters Dead on their knees Cats don't bug him cause they know better Cause he's a mean motor scooter and a bad go-getter He's the toughest man there is alive Wears clothes from a wildcat's hide He's the king of the jungle jive Look at that king Rocking all were digging the sounds Igor on chains 
boys being home. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the match. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It got on in a flash. They played the match. They played the monster match. Out from his coffin, Rex's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the match. It's now the monster match. The monster match. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the match. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the match. It's now the monster match. Everything's cool, Drax's a part of the band And my Monster Mash is the hit of the land For you, the living, this mash was meant to When you get to my door, the said You can mash, then you can Monster Mash
cheaper wearing your bracelets. <laughs> 